0: I mean, at what point are you just putting like hyenas and shit in there? Totally. (laughs) Then, Then we introduced lions. No, then we genetically engineered velociraptors. We went
1: down the rivers, we crossed the plains.
2: And the USA. U.S.A. How the West was fucked. How
0: the West was fuck. How the West was fucked. How the West was fucked, uh, Welcome back to How the West was Fuck. How the West was Fuck If you were with us last week, we were talking about well, actually, we were supposed to be talking about a fire, but more or less, we were talking about forest elves and Theodore Roosevelt wrestling them and Power Rangers and, 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 and Go- Ghost and Wives, Ghost Wives and Taft and Robert Barons. Goose shit! But it it's, it turned out to be a pretty pretty thick stew of holy shit. Everything's happening. Went, but fuck, we had Mark Twain in there.
2: Fuck yeah, Mark Twain was there. So, Taft, fucking everybody. Yeah. Uh, I I was also I was promised a forest fire, and we haven't got there yet. Okay. Mm. Godzilla hasn't showed up. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking steam powered Mecha Godzilla? Mm-hmm.
1: So, Will, let her buck with your comic sense and lovely NPR voice. So, we're still on Taft. She uh, made the promises to TR, but in reality, you believe the conservation moment, uh, movement had gone too far. Uh, How dare you
0: conserve so much shit?
1: Especially with the new railroad, more people poured into the Northwest. That's uh, what.
0: We need to fix everything. More people.
1: And of course, the railroad also brings fire when it
0: runs along the fire.
1: its tracks. Just
0: fucking <laughs> shooting fl- flamethrowers out well, the side. Well, very literally, like, I mean, it's just sparks coming out of the oh, stack sure, yeah. and shit like that. Oh, you they cause, even modern trains cause shitload of fire just from, you know, imperfection in the track. Mm-hmm. will send off a spark and shit like that. But back when they were steam powered, holy fuck. It's a it's a bomb. Well, we did the the crash had crush, you know, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. intentional
1: mm-hmm. but yeah. Uh Hayburn drew up a bill to take away some Forest Service lands.
0: Yeah, that'll show those dirty conservation <laughs>
1: hippies. Uh Pincho pleaded with Taft to take on the enemies of the Forest Service. Pincho even over. paid men out of his own pocket instead of waiting for Congress to do something about well,
0: it. Almost like, you know, the Reservation at the time, too. You know, waiting for annuities. And,
1: oh, yeah, uh, yeah. So here year into Taft's presidency, scandal engulfed Bollinger. Wonder if there's a Lake Bollinger north of Seattle.
2: Yeah, yeah, Ballinger Lake. Yeah. yeah.
1: It kind of split the Republican Party. Uh, so Bollinger's the Interior Secretary. He wants back to syndicate to take coal out of the Chugash National Forest, which is in Anchorageville. When a federal official complained the deal was a fraud, he was fired by Bollinger. The fired official went public. Yep. Oh, shit. Uh, Pincho called Bollinger a crook and urged Taft to get rid of him.
2: This is the Seattle guy you are talking about, right? Yep.
1: <clears throat> so Taft promised Pinchot that he would look into it, but privately he backed Bollinger. Bollinger showed his true colors and his speech said that conservationists were hindering the development of the West.
2: Motherfucker
1: uh the proper course was to divide it up to the big corporations cuz they knew best
2: <laughs> i i love that that like train of thought where people are like oh listen to him he's really smart i mean look at how much money he has he mm-hmm. must be smart it's like mm, that's not how that works no
0: no if that was the case wow the last 4 years it would have been very different horrible. yeah right
1: <laughs> so uh he uh, pincho defies taft and took his case public then he goes west and gave fiery speeches. Oh, that's what the forest the, fire Exactly. Actually, yeah. <laughs> so fucking. <far. laughs> God damn it. Uh, he gave one in the meeting of farmers in Spokane with Bollinger. It landed Gifford on the front page across the country, and Taft faced off with Pincho. Uh, Gifford said he had no confidence in the Secretary of the Interior. Ooh. Now Pincho was basically on his own because he had no friends. Right.
0: Except for his ghost wife and his elves.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, he was surprised that Taft didn't fire him right on the spot for doing all this. But, of course, Taft was a pussy and didn't have the nerve to fire him. Oh, that's kind of awesome, actually. He's like, ooh, what are you going to do? I'm being a
0: bad boy again. <laughs> what are you going to do, Mr. Taft? Take a uh, nap in a bath.
1: <laughs> Would have looked bad for him anyway because Pinchot had the press on his side. Huh? Taft was said to have got stuck in the bathtub, so he had a bigger one put in
2: heard about that one yeah i actually heard about that one kind of forgot about it
1: he ballooned up to 330 pounds oh my
0: god Wow. uh
1: gifford uh, arranged for a letter to be read in congress that was openly critical of the president
0: tafty taft tapped taft with his fatty fat ass <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da. just picturing just the most kindergarten bullshit
1: letter, you know <laughs> january 7th 1910 gifford was going to a dinner party when a messenger showed up with words saying that he was fired. Ah. His mother said hurrah because...
0: She hated the forest.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, TR was still in Africa at the time, and he heard about it.
0: Yeah, he hadn't killed all the animals yet. So yeah. Africa's a big place. So now
1: he's angry. Don't make TR angry. Oh, shit.
0: <laughs> then he finished killing all the
2: rest of the animals that day. With his bare hands. Yeah, right. <laughs> then he rode an alligator to New York. <laughs>
1: Uh, Tr wondered if he made a terrible mistake in supporting Taft. Gee, I wonder. Uh, Gifford urges Rangers to keep up the fight. Uh, that winter in Wallace, there was ten feet of snow, and avalanche rolled over a big rooming house, killing a family and several boarders. Jesus!
2: So they sent the military out to kill the avalanche. Yeah, I don't well, know. Well, you've been,
0: you've been through Wallace at least twice. Yeah. And um, I mean, that is a kind of a steep fucking canyon. Oh yeah. So ten feet. In a canyon, compared to like ten feet on the flat, is very different animal. Absolutely, you
1: know? <laughs> yeah. That's the very last stretch of interstate to be completed because they had, used to have a stop sign because there was no room to put two lanes. That's why it's double decker. Oh god! There.
2: Oh oh, crazy! Yeah, I didn't think about that. No. Yeah.
1: But the Forest Service was called to the rescue because they don't have anybody else. Those are the fucking Forest Service. Uh, in the Cascades, a train was swept away by an avalanche. That's probably why they have a tunnel now. Yeah. Grab that branch.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Insert song here. Yeah.
1: But in early spring, a change came. And somebody turned off all the rain and snow.
2: Oh. Pinch, yeah, Pincho's ghost wife. Yeah, yeah.
0: Pulled some strings with Jesus or something. Yes.
1: So the snow melted early, all of it.
0: Which causes probably flooding and landslides.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> the rangers were bummed without their leader, glorious leader Gifford. Hayburn uh, was coming in for the kill. Then smoke began to fill the woods. No the rangers
0: had a lot of time off and were chain smoking. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> no rain since early spring. Uh, drought worse than a generation's time. Dry storms of lightning with no rain. Oh, well,
0: that's always fun. Mm-hmm. That good heat lightning. Mm-hmm.
1: So it didn't take much for the lightning to start a forest fire or two. And that kept the rangers busy. Big Ed Pulaski woke every morning in July to fight fires.
0: I am literally picturing steps out of the tent, you know, like flannel shirt with like just chest hair, pop, you know, the top two buttons down, just chest hair, Paul Bunyan hat, you know, bites the head off a squirrel, takes a slug of coffee, smokes a cigarette, and bounds off into the woods to beat a fire to death with a shovel. (laughs) I'm coming for you, motherfucker.
1: So basically he would gather up a small crew of firefighters, find the blaze.
0: Had he invented the Pulaski yet?
1: Not yet. Okay. They would try to contain it with a hand-dug perimeter, which was kind of hard work, you think. Digging a
0: fucking trench. Especially
1: (laughs) when you're in your 40s and your name is Big Ed. Uh, The combined precipitation in June and July was one-tenth of an inch. Oh.
2: cool, fuck.
1: And it was windy in the afternoons, drying it out even further. Uh, Wildfires started in April, which is kind of unheard of.
0: Not Uh, anymore, it's not, but sure.
1: Fire was on everybody's mind, when and how big and how bad. They asked for more rangers, uh, but few volunteered to help put out the fires. Oh, the civilians said, please put out the fires. And yeah. they said, are you going to help? And they said, no. Oh, Of course Ooh. not. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's your job. That's what Ranger. I meant to say. Uh, July 26th, a huge electrical storm moved across the area. Next day, fires were reported everywhere. Uh, hundreds in the Coeur d'Alene National Forest alone. Into northern Montana, Glacier, Lolo, Priest Lake, uh, Canescu, and northern Washington. Well, it's
0: pretty much almost like this year, only, not. you know, Fuck. they never all got connected. but
1: mm-hmm. The Ponderoy, the Kootenai, <laughs> and south into the Clearwater and the River of No Return.
0: So Jesus basically, Christ. the entire Pacific Northwest until you get to, uh, like, the Scablands. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And most of the land was roadless. It's still roadless today. There's a
0: couple roads. I go up there sometimes. <laughs> so, like, mo- most of the
2: federal government was, like, treat it like a fucking dog hump in your leg? Well, it's, it's best just to let him finish. It's,
0: yeah, well, yeah. It still is that way. Like, yeah, yeah. It's some of the least populated part of the country still with some of the most actual just howling wilderness. You yeah. Know, so. I'm just thinking of that
2: fucking meme that, like, can't have a forest fire if there ain't no trees.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Regional Forester Greeley put out a call to start looking for men.
0: I'm picturing the Tarzan, yo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Conchal. Come to me, jungle <laughs> friends. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so they scoured the mines and logging camps. Uh, problem, they didn't have the funds to pay for this emergency. And, of course, the men didn't know much about fighting big fires. Uh, they couldn't even raise an army from people who didn't like or trusted them and even made fun of them.
2: Right. And I, I think there, were, at that time, if I remember correctly, there was like a severe shortage of helicopter pilots. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. As well as motor vehicles mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, fire Like trucks. almost none, I think. There were some. Yeah.
1: Smoke jumpers. They would just kind of yeah. jump off the curb or something. Just
0: climb a tree and fall. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, smoke came to Wallace for the first time and how are these college boys gonna keep the town from starting on fire?
0: I like the fact yeah the okay the city folk are not able to fight the fire on their own but sitting there just talking to the shit who the, to the people that are supposed to save them from the fire right right mm-hmm.
2: what do you mean you can't get any more yeah, range if that, that is here?
0: if that is the most the fucking American thing I've heard in a short time actually but yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, supervisor supervisor Weigel.
2: Surprise! It's not a sex tape, it's my will. (laughs) Gotcha. you, You're not going to get to see my badge. Baby Jesus has taken another angel up to heaven today. I think we all hate Jesus for that. And I think that's okay.
1: Put a couple of things in motion. Uh, He was working with the mayor and the fire chief and the police. They wrote
0: a ransom letter to the fire. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to capture a couple of the smaller fires. Then we'll have room to negotiate with the big fire.
1: So they made plans for an evacuation. That would start when Weigel sounded the alarm. Or um, more
0: Tarzan yelling.
1: <laughs> but overall, the job of keeping Wallace from burning fell to Ed Pulaski because he knew the region better than anyone and just could put a crew together a lot faster. Just
0: standing there in fucking that Mullen Canyon. Zach. <laughs> Completely surrounded by fire yeah. all the way around. <laughs>
1: Uh, he did get 200 men, uh, but that wasn't enough. Uh, hopefully the military would be brought in.
0: Hopefully.
2: We're shooting it.
1: But with 200 men, it should be enough to knock down a string of fires outside of Wallace. It would take a few days, maybe a week to round up his crew though. Uh, over in the town of Taft, I guess they named a a town in Montana Taft. I can't remember where he's
2: from, but his, his family was like already kind of Famous um, famous lawyers or some shit. Mm. Howard uh, Bill Taft. Yeah. Saltwater Tafty.
1: <laughs> Which is just as guts. You know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> where he just takes saltwater baths. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Ehlers Coke. Uh, he is head of the Forest Service there in the town of Taft. That was 50 miles west of Wallace. Also
0: pretty much where East is now.
1: Mm-hmm. And Taft smoke was inside the saloons and bordellos.
0: Well, it was anyway.
1: It was different smoke. <laughs> uh, after the electrical storm of the twenty-six, nearly a thousand fires raged uh, raged in the northern Rockies. The Forest Service needed at least five thousand people to fight them, maybe double that. Although Greeley, the regional forester, knew he didn't have enough money to protect these uh, areas, he uh-huh. acted like he did.
0: Called it. There's Taft. There's Saltes. Ooh, Ooh, right there. Right there. I know geography good. <laughs> I just actually just know I ninety too much.
1: Mm-hmm. He's hoping Congress would uh, reimburse him for all this stuff he's doing.
0: <laughs> Open one hand and shit in the other, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Uh,
1: firefighters would lie uh, fight it with backfires, so fight fire with fire.
2: Okay, so this is oh, a, a question: Are you going to get into fire. like the their methodology? Yeah, because I, I i don't I don't see them having like tanker trucks spraying fucking they water fuck, and they shit. They fucking didn't, and, and they don't and, have helicopters and, and, dumping and to water be fair, on time.
0: I mean, even in modern wildlife fire, yeah, you see, you know, you see the helicopters and shit like that, but they're not always super usable for that sure. kind of shit. So mostly, a it's lot like, of it is backfires and digging fire. Backfires place. mean like and, controlled burns and, ahead of the actual yeah, forest fire. controlled so when burns, it gets or you do the, you know, you're, you're cutting, you're cutting out brush so it stops it from spreading. Right. Shit like that, but yeah. Okay. I mean, tankers and stuff are handy, but you can only haul so much at one time, and you're doing one shot drops of that. So the time it takes you to go get another fucking load of water, I mean, there's some time goes by. So by the time you dropped one load, the fire can almost be back where you just dumped water. Sure. Yeah. Know?
2: I I did. I told you about my my buddy from high school who uh, he got picked up by the Department of Natural Resources mm-hmm. DNR. He was a forest fire fighter. And um, he was telling me about like some some dudes that he had like served with or whatever, and like they were like on a hill somewhere, and they they basically were like fighting fires all around them, and mm. they they were kind of kind of marooned almost on this hill. Yeah. So they they would fly in and and drop them supplies and shit, and so they dropped them like some big ass jugs of water for them to like to like drink and stuff, and then they had this big ass jugs of like the one guy was like oh sweet iced tea and he was like oh it's
0: fire retardant it's a
2: foam it's yeah you told me about that yeah yeah yeah. to like to make your water like like foam up so you can get more fire with it and he's like iced tea and he starts chugging it he got like two gulps (laughs) in was like oh fuck that's not iced tea they had to evac him and he spent like weeks with like like he almost died from diarrhea yeah i'm sure he's fucking just cleaned him out
0: yeah, see, yeah, you've told me about that one. And then, yeah, I've always told you about when I was in the National Guard. We were out in Yakima and there was a range fire. And we were sitting there with, like, literally shovels and, like, hose and shit. And we were wearing our little orange vests. But we'd have to run back to the Humvees every time they because we had Chinook helicopters coming in with the water buckets. Yeah. Well, they're going, like, 200 fucking miles an hour and they cannot see you. So you have to, like, run. They can maybe see the vehicles. But if you get hit by that much water traveling that fast from that height, it's going to fucking smush you.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, so every, hit with a every time we'd
0: hear the choppers, we'd have to go fucking sprinting back to the Humvees and take cover, Jesus and then wow. they'd hit it with water, and then you go back out and start trying to shovel that fucking moon dust that they have out there mm-hmm. from all the volcanic ash. You know, you take a big shovel full of soil, throw it on a little sagebrush fire, and most of it goes poof like coffee creamer. <sighs> it was a useless endeavor. Like, we did nothing but just sat out there and got sweaty and smoky all fucking day. Jesus. Nice, Fun stuff. Anyway.
1: Well, the firefighters would get $15 a week. The average wage across the country is 13 mm-hmm. But put in the fear of uh, fire. fighting fire, <laughs> it didn't help.
2: Yeah, $2 hazard pay.
1: At least you knew what you're getting into with the mines, but it's kind of a new thing to fight forest fires.
0: Mines are still actually probably more dangerous per capita.
1: Mm-hmm. And Missoula, they scraped the bottom of the barrel, which is saying something in Missoula. (laughs) at least half the new hires were drunk on arrival, and they lacked the basic outdoor common sense. Uh,
0: Just falling off cliffs. This is going to go very well.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They demanded to be paid up front, but the Forest Service was tapped out. They also talked of jails, or talked jails... uh,
0: Basically, trying to get people out of jail. Oh
1: yeah, they were talking of what jails they had been around the campfire. So, oh, like, oh, so you like, ever oh, been? Uh, I spent time in. Now well, they
0: they make fucking convicts fucking fight wildfires nowadays. Yeah, you know what's right. fucked up For, like, about very that shit? Zero pay and
2: that's fucked up about that is in California. Like they they you know convicts can get out and volunteer to fight fires and yeah. shit. And so now they're fucking trained. And then when they get out of prison, when their sentence is up, they cannot. Become a firefighter because they're like a felony on the record. Yeah, I know. Even though they're fucking fully uh, trained.
0: Yeah, it's so fucking stupid.
2: Stupid as fuck.
1: Anyway, they do go to the jails for labor uh, August 10th. Uh, The number of fires doubles. Uh, The Rangers sent another round of requests to the cities of the West. Um, Cities
0: of the request said a round of fuck you some Rangers.
1: (laughs) From Butte came out the uh, work of miners. They're middle-aged and grumpy and had bad habits and cut corners. Awesome. But they had to take them.
2: Everything you're looking for in a modern firefighter.
1: Another electrical storm came through, now 2,500 fires. So they had one firefighter per fire. Oh, that's (laughs) good odds. And for every fire they put out, the new one popped up.
0: Of course. Hydra has many heads. Yeah.
1: But back at a summer house in Beverly, Massachusetts, Taft was vacationing, uh, but it was interrupted uh, by a request for help. Five states requested federal troopers to fight fires. Uh, Taft was in his second presidency and was even more sensitive about criticism of him.
0: Still kind of blows my mind he got a second term. Kind of blows my mind that he's worried about getting criticized for On his second term. Well, and for... By fighting fires? Yeah, right. Oh, that's a waste of money. Like, these (laughs) fucking... It's like the whole, like, infrastructure spending bill right now. Oh, dude. Oh, what a waste. Oh, yeah, just let the bridges crumble and fuck... Totally. What the fuck are you talking about?
2: $3 trillion on
0: roads and schools and shit? I'd (laughs) rather spend that on... Military contractors and tax cuts, you know. What the fuck? Uh,
1: The Great Postponer was one of his nicer nicknames.
0: (laughs) That one really doesn't roll off the tongue. No, I still like it, though. Uh,
1: Pinchot was even more critical of him since he'd been fired. Yeah. And the press was still on Pinchot's side for the most part. Taft said exercise made him moody.
0: (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) That is the biggest no shit, you know.
1: Yeah. He also suffered from gout. Shocking. No shit.
0: <laughs> Next you're going to tell me he probably had, like, fucking, you know, hypertension and fucking glandular disorder. <laughs> yeah.
1: But at 330, he'd be, you know, just a middleweight now. So, yeah. Finally, Taft acted and authorized the Secretary of War to lend every assistance possible in the suppression of force fires, sending 2,500 men, which is a lot since the number in the Army was only 80,000 guys.
2: Oh. Holy shit. Like 10% of the fucking
1: military out. So the call went into the 25th Infantry at Fort George Wright in Spokane. It was their first fire duty for the all black regiment of Buffalo soldiers. Yeah. Woo-hoo. So in Idaho, the whole state had 651 African Americans of its 325,000 population in 1910.
0: Well, let me guess what's going to. Okay, I'm just oh, going to no. do a prediction here. Hi, folks. We're here from the government to help you fight the fires. We don't lack colors in our town. That, that, that's what I see coming. Yeah. Kind of like when the Buffalo Soldiers are getting shot because they're down trying to defend people from bandits and Indian raids and stuff. Yeah.
1: Yep. But they were dispatched to Wallace to Missoula, to the Flathead Valley. So they're out and about. Right. Uh, Pinchot traveled to Italy to meet TR in person. Senator Hayburn said no money should be spent on forests, that it was a violation of what? States' rights. Oh, oh motherfuckers. Uh, Keep big government
0: out of my forest yeah. fire. Damn it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe get as much fucking help as you I possibly mean, what can. what kind of fucking... I mean, literally, I want to hear the debate on that. Like, you know, it's fucking stupid. Yep. Anyway.
1: And some of the land TR set aside for Forest Service had been turned over by Taft. Turn, and like,
0: turned over
2: to, like... Uh, private you know, mm-hmm. investor
1: okay. and Ballinger was still in charge so Pinchot's animus grew he has animus though
2: Ooh. Of case of animus. Mm-hmm. I was going to say they got, they got pills for that now
1: so saving the forest service would require help from Teddy Roosevelt Woo-hoo.
2: he rides in on three horses
1: hmm. <laughs> after their meeting Teddy said he was going out west to make speeches on conservationism the implication was that Taft had failed in that respect. No shit. Uh, Pinchot wrote a book called uh, The Fight for Conservation and openly plotted to bring down Taft. Uh, TR advised caution, telling Pinchot to hold his fire.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey,
1: so Wallace now had showers of embers on the street. Oh, mm. uh, fuck. Smoke made eyes red, throat scratch, and brought on a ragged cough. Mm. God damn
2: it. So I'm just imagining, like, out of this fucking cloud of smoke, Teddy Roosevelt
0: comes, dun, 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 walking out of no, a cloud. not so much him. I'm going to kick this fire's balls not, in. Not so much him, but Ed Pulaski. Oh, sure, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So you they could only see Teddy two Roosevelt blocks. Teddy Roosevelt
0: was kind of not, you know, not young anymore. That's true, yeah. You know,
1: uh, August 19th, the first big ember came out of the sky and set fire to an awning outside a like, building.
0: Like, how big is a big ember? Like, are we talking basketball or... Probably. Because if you're, like, seeing it come out of the sky, I'm picturing some kind of Halley's Comet bullshit. Totally. Yep.
1: So, the town's kind of started on fire, but it was... Put out, you know, little ones here and there. God, this on is awnings and literally
2: stuff. that fucking meme with the dog in a, in a house fire. He's drinking coffee. This is fine. This is fine. <laughs> Everybody's like, doo, doo, doo. no, I don't want to help you fe- fight the forest
0: fire, but could you please go fight that yeah. forest fire? Yeah. I'll be <laughs> pissed if my brothel burns down. Yeah, but... no shit.
1: So now people are thinking of getting out for some reason.
0: That
2: lovely box canyon. Mm-hmm. It's like a microcosm of like... I mean, Americans, but, like, human beings. It's just, like, really, most people don't want to do anything until the shit is, like, in your fucking yard. Ooh,
0: who could have seen that my house would wash away when I built it in a fucking floodplain? Yeah, right. Oh, God. But I want to live by the river. <laughs> First off, I am 35 years old. I am divorced. And I live in a
1: land. Uh, the insurance companies in town stopped writing policies.
2: Oh, you fuckbags <laughs> oh, I'm
1: sorry, sir. It wasn't fire damage.
0: It was wind damage. Yeah, it was ember damage. Yeah.
1: Yet most people stayed behind, counting on a change in weather. So 3,000 pre- people pre- still remained behind in Wallace. This Looking is
0: fine. P- praying for rain and shit. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh,
1: by Waggle's reckoning, the nearest big fire was five miles away from town.
2: Waggle's reckoning is... Uh... <laughs> phrase. I
0: think we all hate
1: Jesus. All told the force supervisor had 1,800 men on fires yeah. in the Coeur d'Alene. Mostly immigrants and vagabonds and prisoners and soldiers.
0: Awesome. So Gypsies, thieves so and tramps. Tacoma. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: <laughs> uh, Weigel sent one of the, uh, sent the Buffalo soldiers to the town of Avery to help it evacuate. The Rangers had no love of that town because it would stripped away their name for their captain there, Pinchot. Yeah. Oh. August 19th, soldiers had been in Wallace for five days. Their first job was to induce water from the skies.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, are they shooting cannons in the
1: yep, clouds? They, yes! They oh, aimed dynamite fuck. and fired a cannon overhead.
0: Yeah. Wait. Who? We talked about one of the like some. Yeah. Somebody was doing that. Son
2: of a bitch. It was like a different episode. But yeah, they called him like the rainmaker or whatever. Yeah. Wasn't and, it
0: like Roy Bean or no? It, it wasn't was, that episode. It was maybe it was one of the Halloween ones or something. Oh, uh, it
2: might have been. But yeah, there was. Oh, it was one of the the Texas Ranger episodes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah had, yeah yeah. They had a dude that would go to town and be like, oh, we're gonna blow up kites in the sky yeah, and gonna,
0: make rain. I'm come. gonna shoot the fucking rain down. <laughs> Awesome. Now this story has absolutely everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, here's another dusting of racism. They call the men of the 25th, quote, the Dusky Doughboys. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ.
0: At least then, they're not actively trying to murder them while they're trying to save the town. Though. That's true, yeah. I was expecting, you know, it is it is Idaho. Yeah. So.
1: Well, they marveled that they seemed so orderly. Ooh. <laughs> uh, God damn it. Life. Not to be said uh, they are about the, the other guys military.
2: fighting yeah. the fires. Around,
0: Kinds of bodily exercise. Exercise is usually considered as of two kinds, active and passive. The active consists in
2: walking, running, leaping, riding, fencing, rowing, skating, swimming, dancing, and various exercises, such as those with poles, ropes, etc., prescribed in gymnastic institutions. The passive consists in carriage riding, sailing, friction, swinging, etc. Walking is perhaps the readiest mode of taking
1: exercise, and the one most extensively resorted to. If it brought the upper part of the body as thoroughly into exertion as the lower, it would be perfect, for it is gentle and safe with nearly all except the much debilitated. To render it more effectual in the upper part of the body, it were well to walk at all times, when convenient, singingly, and allow the arms and trunk to free play. What the fuck? In the year of 1910, Jack Johnson reigned as the heavyweight champ. He was the first black man to hold that title. And he came out to punch the fire? Mm-hmm. Uh, when he fought to retain his title on the 4th of July, Jack London wrote in the San Francisco Chronicle that, quote, the Negro showed no yellow. So London was the, one of the more tolerant of the writers. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. So that shows you where we <laughs> Stick are. Stick
0: to writing about dogs there, oh, Jack.
1: Dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's Jack London, Jack London? Yeah. Oh, of mm-hmm. No, there's five yeah. Jack London writers. Oh, of course it have you not been paying attention? Everyone is in this one. <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ. It's not like his name was fucking, uh, fucking Stephen Walness or whatever. There's only one of those. Well. And I invented him Jack
0: fucking London.
2: All right.
1: You know. Uh, Weigel decided to put the Buffalo soldiers to work digging a fire line around Wallace. People looked to Weigel to know how to stop the fire. Uh, TR and Gifford promised the Forest Service uh, to help, but. They, uh,
2: but he forgot how to read. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs>
1: uh, Ed Pulaski divided his firefighters between the two sides of the ridge that divided Wallace and Avery. Uh, 50 men on the St. Joe side, which is the south side. Mm-hmm. 150 to protect the much larger Wallace. Fire suppression budget for the Coeur d'Alene National Force was 30000 for the entire year.
0: Well so you could buy, like, a used pickup. <laughs>
1: But with eighteen hundred men on duty, that year's money would be gone in less than two weeks. Two
0: um, weeks,
1: and of course, the men were all from everywhere, all sorts of countries, with all speaking different languages. Oh, another one of those good Excellent. communication. Mm-hmm.
0: I wonder if they had to still. I wonder if firefighters in those days had to use bugles and shit, because that's maybe and flags and semaphore, because they you know there's no walkie talkie yet.
2: Yeah, yeah, you'd have a, a fucking. They, right.
0: they might have been able to run like the landline where you run wire and you have a little crank box like we still use in the army sometimes uh-huh. they might have had shit like that because that was not too different from the old school telephones right or telegraph even yeah but uh, yeah I can just that just yeah I bet you they did I bet you they
2: did now I'm imagining like a 14 year old German bugler just like <laughs> punching the fire with their fucking bugle oh, yeah <laughs> Fire's like, oh, don't burn him too bad. We, we respect this guy.
1: Uh, there's Big
0: callback. Yeah.
1: The Italians had a saying, quote, I came to America because I heard the streets were paved with gold.
0: when paved I fucking fire.
1: <laughs> when I got here, I learned three things. First, the streets weren't paved with gold. Second, they weren't paved at all. And third, I was expected to pave them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, yes. That's a spicy meatball. Mm-hmm.
1: So Glacier National Park in Yellowstone, they were burning. The big flathead reservation in Montana was you burning.
2: It's bad when the glacier's on fire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Near Spokane, the woods of eastern Washington were on fire. Throughout three states, 10,000 people were on wildfire duty. Or well, I thought you were going say
0: 10,000 people were on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Just running around. <laughs> It's like a uh, red alert. Yep. Ah! Yep.
1: So that's area the size of New England, I guess. Uh, Pulaski's men were short on outdoor skills and had to be taught on hold, how to hold an axe. <laughs> what? Picture Where to mean. stand and how to drink water.
0: <laughs> you deserve to die. <laughs> okay, you're going to open your mouth slightly, <laughs> tilt your head back, relax no. your throat muscles. No, 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 don't, don't breathe, don't breathe don't, breathe, don't breathe. Way <laughs> too much.
2: Good. Okay. Excellent. Now, so it a,
0: The axe, you're going to want to use all your fingers. I see you're trying to pinch it like <laughs> like with two. You're going to need a little more grip than that. Oh, pathetic. I hold it by this metal part, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: So it was a big chore just simply keeping track of his men. When head counts were taken, men were always missing or presumed lost. Jerking off behind a log. <laughs> Some had just walked away without explanation or pay. Uh, Ed Wilder- had ba-
0: wilderness madness. <laughs>
2: nope, fuck it, I'm out.
1: Ed headed back to Wallace on August 19th for food and supplies. He saw all sorts of chaos there, people leaving. He checked in with Weigel and had dinner with his family. Uh, next morning, he leaves and tells him, "Quote: I may never see you again.
0: Bye." <laughs> Going off to die.
2: Good night, Wesley. I'll likely kill you in the morning. Yep. <laughs>
1: So on the other side of the Bitterroots, the town of Taft needed a, an evacuation plan. Uh, Coke decided on how to do that. He even contemplated setting a controlled burn towards to sound to scare him into action.
0: Oh, like, like, oh, look, it snuck up on us. <laughs> look, there's a fire in your backyard. <laughs> man,
2: maybe this is how we, like, this is how we get people to believe that fucking climate change is real. Just, Just light their house
0: on fire. You know, See what happens? Apparently somebody's trying to do that in White Center since, Jesus Christ, the man. locker room burned down. Fucking and, locker
2: room burned down. The best karaoke bar in town. God damn it. Mm-hmm.
0: Fucking lumber yard. Yep. Uh, something else in White uh, Center burned. I thought near the skating rink or something was torched, but they got that put out before. Yeah.
1: So he went from bar to bar to help, for help. No one would. Buy a shot. Of,
0: Drinking. Sorry.
1: So instead of digging fire lines or packing clothes, or instead of watering down roofs, the people of Taft went to work hoarding and consuming their whiskey. That's uh, also
0: a very American thing. Oh, yeah. They fucking <laughs> bought up all the toilet paper in town. Yep, exactly. <laughs> fucking, fucking Jesus Christ. Goddamn muggles.
1: So Coke said, screw them.
0: Yeah, I agree. Fuck, <laughs> fucking a,
2: <laughs> he's like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna light your town on take fire your, and leave."
0: Take your fucking core, put it in your fucking Hydroxychloroquine, your horse, horse warmer, you
1: fucking dipshits. So now you have all these little fires, and then guess what? The it gets uh, gets a wind off the Palouse, oh, which no. is a strong wind and a dry wind, and it, it carries over the Clearwater Canyon. And joins all the fires together.
2: I just love it when they can finally unify. Yeah, know, yeah. Can't mm-hmm. just get everybody we together.
1: are the world. <laughs> <laughs> so a wall of flame took over, hundreds of feet high, mm. at least 30 miles wide in some so you're spots.
0: things are looking up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so after racing through the Clearwater and Nez Perce forests, leveling nearly all living things in the Kelly Creek region, and up the slopes to the Ridge of the Bitter Roots. There, the wind moved without obstruction, and the storm got to the Montana border and traveled down the valleys.
0: And had to pay taxes on its cigarettes.
1: Mm-hmm. Then it found the Lolo National Forest. At the peak of its power, it found the Coeur knocking down thousands of trees before the flames took out the rest. Oh,
0: Jesus Oh, you're talking about the actual, like, pressure from the mm-hmm. heat knocking down trees before they catch oh, on fire. Oh, fuck. Like an explosion almost? Well, I mean, think yeah. about it. Thermal expansion is a thing, you know. Yeah, On the real. Holy S- shit, dude. So
1: now it's kind of feeding itself, and now it's a uh, hurricane force winds 80 plus miles a mile an hour. Which we
0: were seeing some of that, uh, some of those California fires <clears> this year, <throat> there was some pretty gnarly footage of, like, the microclimate that they can produce yeah, when they set yeah. up their own thunderstorm because mm-hmm. of the, yeah. Yeah.
2: It's kind of, it's crazy too when you get, uh, when the fire gets hot enough, it like, it basically like, like vaporizes the sap inside the tree, mm-hmm. which turns into a fucking like explosive gas mm-hmm. and just like makes this shit just go absolutely
0: bug. Well, fuck. it's like almost like a fucking, uh, what do they call it? Like the gasifier where you run a car or whatever off the gases from like completely burnt, like, Oh you yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So yeah, basically it.
0: it's, it's fucked.
1: Reaching Absolutely. all the way into Canada, up to uh, Montana, and
0: so the what everywhere. Do we, what do we say? The the devil's broom or the mm-hmm. yeah devil's I, broom. I get it now.
1: And of course, if there was a river in the way, it just leapt over it. Boiled it. If it was a lake in the way, it leapt over it.
0: Fuck. That's not fucking around.
1: If there was a town in the way, it engulfed it without blinking.
0: Fuck. I like how in Will's world, the fire is like sentient and. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Has facial
0: features. <laughs>
1: uh, evening August 20th in Wallace, the wind was blowing 60 miles an hour. Oof. Flaming embers rained down and people were looking for Bill Weigel hey man, to give what the we, instructions. There's embers on my house. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> they couldn't find him. Because
0: he was on fire. Uh,
1: by dusk, anyone who was not eligible for evacuation was supposed to fall under the command of Mayor Hansen and Weigel. And help keep the fire away from Wallace. Uh, they knew nothing of the size of the fire or where it was coming from or where it was headed. And no advance notice. You know how crazy that would have been at nighttime?
0: Dude, just the
2: fucking... Just there the, would be the no nighttime. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah,
1: All they knew that the winds had picked up in the afternoon. So they don't know it's coming from the west now. in a big wall. Um, so the exact timing of the evacuation call was Weigel's. Uh, but to get firsthand info, Weigel went up uh, Placer Creek Saturday afternoon. Placer Saturday afternoon on horseyback uh, About three miles, a tree blocked the way, so he went alone on foot.
2: So he lit the tree on fire to get it out of the way. Shot the horse <laughs> and continued on foot. <laughs> no, the horse vaporized. Yeah. Uh,
1: five miles in, he saw flames coming down the ridge, much larger than before. Oh God, I and don't he, want to be that close to he that fucking he fire.
2: Had his horse back. <laughs>
1: It was a stampede fire, whatever that is. Uh, columns of fire would explode and send fire hundreds of feet above the treetops. Fuck. Uh, these are known as fire whirls. Ooh. They can reach up to 2,000 degrees. Holy oh. shit,
2: dude. Uh, what Really quick. I was talking with, uh, we were watching an Ernest movie, Ernest uh, Rides Again, at the bar. <laughs> of course. And I, remember, I was like, Mike was like, oh, yeah, Ernest, what's his name? And I was like, Ernest P. Whirl. Everybody knows his yeah. name, it's Ernest P. Whirl. And he's like, what's the P stand for? I was like, you know, I don't know. I always knew his name was Ernest P. World. So I fucking Googled Ernest P. Whirl. His middle name is Power Tools. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ernest Power Tools. Whirl Whirl. Like, not Power Tool. Power Tools. Great. Excellent. Wow. Fucking excellent. Well, that's nope, that's you,
1: all you need to learn. We can end the episode You know, now. What, <laughs> you know what your daughter's
0: middle name is supposed to be. <laughs> <Yeah, right? laughs> Tractor pull? Yes.
2: Yep.
0: What we need is the high ground. The high ground is no good without trees. Redman, Roman, Botswana, lend me on trees. There ain't no trees in Botswana. Uh-uh, I know. I am a Botswana lumberjack, and I ain't never had a job. Uh,
1: so now he knows that Wallace is kind of doomed, so he has to go back to sound the alarm. Wallace is doomed! Mm-hmm.
0: Bring uh, out your food. The yeah. end is nay. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: So he raced down the trail running two miles through the smoke.
0: Oh, that's going to be awesome.
1: Uh, <laughs> halfway to town he met a man stumbling uphill going in the other direction I'm, I'm going forward. to go mm-hmm. piss
0: the fire out
1: <laughs> his name was Speedy Swift awesome <laughs> what the
2: fuck did he jump on his back and ride him yeah, to town yeah
0: fucking the the original Flash he,
2: okay, like before, add,
0: before Wally West add
2: was... him to the fucking to Wild West Super Friends <laughs> yep uh,
1: it was an ironic nickname though because
0: <laughs> he had no legs
1: uh, Swift had been sick And he was in Wallace seeing a doctor, but he was going back to check on his wife and baby. Mm. Uh, But Weigel had to get back and warn the town, but Swift begged to help him. So Weigel makes a dash back up to help save the family. Uh, He found the skeleton of the homestead's barn. Oh. Oh, God. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Uh, He heard men's voices, Through the haze, he found firefighters, more than a dozen.
0: Oh, good. I ran up here for fucking nothing.
1: They were hired by Weigel just weeks earlier. They were carrying buckets of water from a well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They were supposed to be up on the ridge, but when the fire picked up, they fled downhill. They were trying to protect the house. The wife and child were safe. Uh, So, with that news, Weigel books it back down the trail. But it was dark now. Uh, not that it mattered much. He couldn't see that far anyway. Because of the smoke. Yep. Swift was nowhere to be seen. I guess he left him back on the trail. And heat burned against Weigel's nostrils. Flames all around. Uh, the back of his hand caught fire.
0: Oh! <laughs> what the fuck? Caught fire, not got burnt. Caught fire. Was he like? What the fuck? Is he like? Is he furry yeah. like yeah. fucking Robin
2: Williams? <laughs> yeah. Well, not anymore, probably. But.
1: His red hair started to burn. Ooh! He rubbed gravel on it to put it out.
0: Uh
1: (laughs) But now the fire was in front of him. Uh, He remembered seeing a mining hole ways back, and if you were to survive, you would have to wait it out there. What kind of fucking mine? I hope it's not a coal
0: mine. No, (laughs) he's fucked. No, up in uh, Wallace, it's all uh, precious metals stuff and and uh, iron and. Oh, okay. Ah, what is it mostly? It's gold, mostly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know, like, uh, before you get to Wallace, there's Smelterville. So that tells you a little bit something what they do, but... And they sell a lot of gold and gold also Is there
2: also Delterville? Smelt and Delt... Okay, sorry. Oh, fuck
0: That off. was a walk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Wallace, Walter Hansen, the boy mayor. <laughs> he was just 25 years old. <laughs> the
2: boy mayor. Hey, so, in yeah.
1: He was pressed to make a decision. Uh, he spent the afternoon organizing the escape. He went up Placer Creek to find Weigel and was turned back. The mayor decided to act on his own. Back in town he sounded the alarm and reiterated all able bodied men to help under threat of jail or death.
2: Ooh, fuck. That's tyranny, man. Yeah, my freedoms.
1: <laughs> if
0: I want my house to burn down, I should I'm have the let right it burn to burn down. Yeah, and-, and your house too. <laughs>
1: But the crackling firewind made an awful noise. Some crackling firewind. Like heavy horse carriages crossing a wooden bridge.
0: I think crackling firewind is a type of like black cat firework, isn't it? I one think so. Fountain, yeah. One of the fountain thingies.
1: Some people fled into the river to wait it out. Mm. Some rode horsies and carriages out of town.
0: I bet you the horsies were pretty motivated.
1: Uh, now you have to imagine that they don't know which direction they should go in because
0: it's There's everywhere. Fire everywhere. It's, yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, they had moments to decide what to save. Most people just milled around the train depot, though. Uh, they could see fire on the ridges surrounding the town. About 9 p.m., an ember landed outside the Wallace Times, the newspaper, newspaper lighting up buckets of oils and solvents and grease. Why do you lighting. have that outside? <laughs> <laughs> Put that shit <laughs> the fuck. So it just took minutes for the newspaper to catch fire.
0: And of course, they have just reams a, and reams of newspaper. Like Jesus, <laughs> holy shit! We've but, only had a week to like put. Well, I guess it was only a couple days, but still, oh, still, we're just gonna have these buckets of tar out on the sidewalk, un- uncovered, fucking <laughs> so buckets kid, of kiddie, oil, Kitty pool full of kerosene, and
1: <laughs> so the oil exploded a nearby furniture store, and that burned and collapsed. All the
0: furniture was made out of fucking wax balls and balls dynamite. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, firemen tried to use water to put it out, but the wind just dispersed the water at 60 miles an hour.
0: Oh, oh, man.
1: At 60 miles an hour, it can also knock down a person, too. Yeah. So add that with fire and debris.
2: Fire cane. <laughs> Damn. Firefoon. See, they're out here making these fucking Sharknado movies and shit <laughs> yeah. where they could be making movies about real shit that actually happened. that was like
1: fucking mind blowing. So the bridge to the hospital burned, leaving the nuns and patients cut off from the rescue. So now here comes Big Ed Pulaski. Oh. oh. He found his crew scattered around both sides of the ridge between Wallace and Avery. Everybody in a panic. Ed rounded up about 50 of his men, and he put his hand on his 44 and said uh, they had to follow his orders if they wanted to survive.
2: Come with me if you want to live. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) Some wanted to wait it out in a lake, but Ed thought making it back to Wallace would be a better idea. Big trees were falling all around him. Older man the nicknamed Dad was straggling behind.
2: Dad? Like father? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Ed
1: Kid gave dad. him Ed gave him his horse. Another straggler wasn't as lucky, unable to walk, maybe paralyzed by fear. He called out for others to sit with him. Nope. When he started on fire, his <laughs> screams only scared the men away. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Holy shit.
1: Nobody wants to hang out with me because I'm on fire. (laughs) Just because I'm on fire.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh,
0: my God.
1: Later, his body was found mistaken for a burned log. Well, well. After a few switchbacks down the mountain, they ran into the maw of the firestorm. Mm. Uh, Ed realized it would be impossible to reach Wallace. Men fell out to their knees and wailed. A horse screamed because <laughs> its tail was on fire. Oh Holy no, shit! But Ed remembered a mine not more than a mile away. Uh, a man yelled, "Why not stay here?" Uh, because
0: you're going to burst into. Did you not <laughs> see your buddy's on fire? Dude? Or your guy that just <laughs> fucking roasted?
1: Actually, they find a mine tunnel, but it wasn't the one that Ed had in mind. So, several men packed themselves inside, but there wasn't enough room for everyone. Ed stumbled down the smoky ravine and found the tunnel he was looking for. And now they get to go into the tunnel. He ordered everybody inside, keeping his hand on his revolver, not to let anybody panic and run away.
2: Man. Don't panic, or I will shoot you. <laughs> yeah, li- very literally. Yes. Goddamn, dude. <laughs>
1: uh, two horses made it inside with them, but the air had been cold inside the mine. Now it's getting hotter and stale.
0: So well, yeah. It, well, it sucks. It you know mm-hmm. it circulates the smoke. in
1: Well, just
2: imagining mm-hmm. them like uh, when you go camping, like we used to in the morning, you wake up and you got the the you know got start your fire up again, and then you wrap up, you cut up an apple and put some cinnamon on it, and wrap it up in tin foil and shove it in the coals mm-hmm. to bake it. Yeah, that's what's happening to them right now. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but sucking all cinnamon. the oxygen out of the
0: mine. Yeah. Yeah, and your apples aren't struggling to breathe while they're wrapped <laughs> up in fucking. <laughs> well, no, because I've already killed them and cut them up.
1: So at the mine entrance, the timbers caught fire. Pulaski wet his shirt and used his hat as a bucket to put out the flames. Uh, Ed ordered everyone as back as possible. Uh, nobody goes anywhere. Everybody face down. And if you sit up, you'll suffocate. So one man fought in with another for space. In the fight, he started to strangle the other man.
2: Pulaski shot both of them. <laughs> pop, pop.
1: Uh, one of the horses died. One man fainted, and then Another. One man got up and tried to get out. Pulaski blocked the entrance and pulled his gun on him. <laughs> and of course says the next man who tries to leave will be shot.
2: I mean, it's like, all right, I will shoot you. Or you can walk or out burn. there and fucking burn to
0: death. Well, I think it's a lot of the psychological thing of like, you yeah. see one guy leave it. He, sure. You know, Everybody's going
1: like, oh, fuck mm-hmm. man. So Ed's still trying to douse the flames of the timbers on the mine. With his fucking hat. Mm-hmm. Just pissing on him. But eventually he fell to his knees feeling weak. Uh, a fresh wet blanket he had wrapped around the timbers now caught fire. Fuck. When he got up to knock it away, his hands burned. Uh, a few seconds later, his face was on fire. <sighs> he scooped up a hat full of water and poured it over his head. He replaced the burning blankets with the last of available damp cloths and Pulaski could not see now because he was blinded.
0: A face fire will do that
1: <laughs> <laughs> to you. And he fell back to the floor unconscious. On the other side of the ridge, the other 50 men were on the Avery side. They jumped into a shallow creek and fell on their backs, half submerged.
0: That's well, better than falling on your face in the
1: shallow creek. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> their heads covered with damp claws, their noses just above the water line for breathing. Fingers exposed, holding okay, the yeah. cloths over their heads were singed. Uh, One big fir fell and smashed against the creek, crushing one man to death. Uh. Another tree fell across the legs of another man, crushing his legs and pinning him to the ground. Mm. Some men went back to the homestead and squeezed into the unfinished cellar. Uh, Seven of them crammed so tight that they could no longer breathe.
0: I can't breathe. Let's go be somewhere else. We can't breathe for a different reason. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So back in his cave, Bill Weigel struggled to breathe. Uh, So much air was being sucked out, soon the oxygen would be gone. So the forest supervisor decided to take his chances outside. Uh, He soaked his clothing in a mud puddle, held a wet hat over his face. He was surrounded by flames. Weigel fell to his knees and scratched a hole to put his head in. This kept his face from catching fire.
0: (laughs) So he's kind of doing the cartoon ostrich? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But then his, you know, pubes and shit all yeah, his, singed off. His fucking taint is burnt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the flames found the back of his neck, his hair, his hands. The pain was unrelenting.
0: Oh, yeah, it's fire. fucking fire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but by midnight, the flames had passed. So he survives. Oh,
2: holy fuck. Only now he's unrecognizable as <laughs> yeah. a human being.
0: Everybody is Freddy Krueger yeah.
2: at the end of this. <laughs> he looks like the dude from a uh, fucking uh, H- Event Horizon.
0: Yeah.
1: So, uh, Waggle walked back to where he left his horse.
2: Waggle, Waggle, back. Yeah, I'm sure the horse (laughs) is
1: still there. And Swifty. Couldn't find Swifty, but found his horse burned to death. Well, no shit. (laughs) An hour later, Waggle made it to the outskirts of Wallace. He arrived at 2 a.m. He heard screams and hysterical voices. Saw people fleeing in the dark, uh, going west to Spokane.
2: Screams and hysterical voices. Mm-hmm. Turns out there was a fucking shaker church right down the street.
1: Right. <laughs> he looked for the mayor. Uh, Weigel's face was badly burned, but he made his way to the Forest Service headquarters. A uh, few rangers were there, but didn't have much info from the others out in the fire. Uh, he sent a telegraph to Missoula to ask for help.
0: Send water.
1: And uh, Weigel was so burnt that the mayor ordered him to the hospital. Uh, just then, Weigel met up with a man that just came down from the tunnel, who was with Pulaski. He's the guy who, who escaped, I guess. Okay. Uh, everybody. After
0: Ed passed out and was blind?
1: Mm-hmm. He said everybody was dead in the tunnel, including Ed. Nice. Uh, the press called it the Big Burn for some reason. hmm
2: Fucking creative. (laughs) Absolutely creative.
1: Uh, Smoke drifted hundreds of miles to the Dakotas and Colorado and Wyoming and Alberta. Uh, By late Saturday night, more than 500 firefighters were missing and presumed dead. Uh, The word in Missoula was that Wallace was lost too, which wasn't quite true. And Wallace, the mayor, declared full martial law. Rail workers used a tank car drawing water from the river to help control the flames. So that's nice of them. Oh,
2: yeah. Fucking... Full tyranny. Then FEMA showed up and set up a camp for everybody. And- mm-hmm.
1: The soldiers from the 25th were performing well, uh, while the citizens were, of course, losing their heads. The trooper's awesome. job was to make sure the train was boarded by the elderly, sick women, and children. Some had to nudge men out with the tip of their bayonets. Yeah. One man pushed aside a pregnant woman to grab a seat on the train.
0: Ooh. Give him a butt stroke to the head. Fuck yeah, knock that fucker out.
1: He was pummeled by a fireman.
0: Yeah! <laughs> yes. Pummeled by our fireman is my favorite indie band.
1: <laughs> of course, the leading men of the town bullied their way in. Uh, the mayor could arrest them, but they had nowhere to put them because the jail would be on fire soon. So he kind of just let the bastards go. The wind blew the fires east and it consumed more buildings. It burned property owned by Senator Hayburn, who was mm-hmm. in town earlier in the month, but was now gone.
2: Then he sued the fire for it. Yeah. Well, Hayburn. No,
1: <laughs> Evacuation trains were packed. One ready to go west, one east. No take, one knew which way was better.
0: Yeah, no shit. Fuck.
1: But it was better than staying there. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Driving a train through an inferno. That's great.
1: The other concern was the hospital. It was still cut off from the rest of the town. Crews tried to put I beams over the river where the bridge burned. There was a spur line of a railroad and a train sitting there. But when they heard word that the track ahead was burned, <laughs> all got aboard except for Sister Antioch and three elderly patients who were downstairs.
0: Sister Antioch, that's pretty, that's a nun name. That's mm-hmm. a very nun name, yes.
1: So they were left on their own. Uh, Emma Pulaski, Ed's uh, wife, and her daughter refused to leave and get on the train. After five hours, the men in the tunnel began to stir. The air was thick with smoke and men gasped for breath. An hour or so before dawn, some men crawled over Pulaski's lifeless body. They said, come on, boys, the boss is dead. We can leave now. He's not going to threaten to shoot us. Uh, wait
2: for it. <laughs> oh, God, I know what's going to happen. And, of course,
1: Ed wakes up and says, like hell he is. <laughs> uh, Ed tried to stand up, but his legs were numb. He could see out of only one eye, but he did drag himself out. Ed could not see a standing tree or anything green or living. They took a head count. Uh, five men were dead, as were two of the horsies, but 41 men made it out alive. We have to move, said now Ed, but how? Men pointed to the bare, blistered feet and the soles of their shoes that had burned off. Awesome. Fuck. But it didn't matter. They still had to move.
0: You don't have to. You can just lay there and die. Yeah. But.
1: (laughs) On the other side of the ridge, the men back in the cellar had a tree fall over the hole, trapping them and burning them alive. Oh, Oh, fuck. fuck. The firefighters in the creek had to listen to their screams. And they had to listen to the guy who had his legs pinned and was burning alive.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be a number one hit. I'm just not going camping anymore. <laughs> I, I mean, I love it, but... Uh...
1: Nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only uh, camp when it's raining now. That's yeah. just... mm-hmm. uh, back in Avery, a group of 50, half ran down the hill and made it back to Avery. The other half stayed where they were. They were all burned up. The town of Taft burned up not long after midnight Saturday, burning the people who stayed behind to drink whiskey.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not. My, my level of sympathy there is pretty, pretty fucking low. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> uh, they did actually get some people out on a train there, but oblivious to the situation when the drunks caught fire and screamed for his life, a ranger stomped out the flames and led him to the boxcar. Uh...
2: Stomped out the flames of the drunks on fire? Yeah. So he's just stomping on drunk, drunk people?
0: He's just stomping on a screaming, burning drunk. There's <laughs> <laughs> a the thing I haven't seen at the bar yet. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Just Garner bursts into flames and...
1: <laughs> <rah>!
0: <laughs> just kick him until he's out.
1: But not a soul had died in the town of Taft, so...
2: Wow, impressive.
1: Uh, they fled to Saltice, where the rangers were asked for their help to light a backfire and hose down the buildings... The drunks refused and commandeered the train. God, God damn it. Damn
0: that fuck. fucking. Oh.
1: But they had to return when they found the bridge had burned.
0: At least they didn't fucking <laughs> duke's hazard the train off of fucking well, that's
2: that's great. They have to come back like okay, fine. Yeah, I'm <laughs> still looking over. Okay. This is this is awkward.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they returned to Saltis and helped put out the town. So Saltis was saved. But there happened to be one casualty The drunk who caught fire, untapped He was treated for his burns with oil And covered in gauze And laid in the rail car
0: Don't do oil on burns
1: And one of his drunk friends Came looking for him He lit a match and accidentally dropped it on him
0: god Oh my fucking it. god Are you serious? <laughs> Thank god I'm saved from the fire Oh my
1: god <laughs> uh, He eventually burned to death not enough to get so set on fun. fire once.
0: Double double Jeopardy fire. Oh, fuck. We're going
2: to rub some gasoline on your feet. <laughs>
0: Let me check you out with his road flare. Oh, man. Poor guy.
2: Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs>
1: Uh, Coke was trying to get to Taft from Missoula, but fire made it to De Borgia, eight miles from Saltis, twenty miles from Taft. He ordered everybody out of De Borgia. Fire on both sides of the tracks.
0: Borgia's uh, uh, near where, where the um, ten thousand oh, dollar.
1: Oh yeah, that's it.
0: Vegas. The what? The ten thousand silver dollar bar. It's not too far from there. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been a while. Which ain't too far from, like, well, I guess it's like another 20 miles from St. Regis Fat Trout fucking mm-hmm. and Huckleberry Milkshake extravaganza. Oh, yeah. Where the bears bite you through the head or bite you in the head through your tent. That's right. Oh, yeah. It's better than trout milkshakes. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Trout milkshake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> On the Idaho side of the, uh, the border, the town of Grand Forks burned, though. So much for Grand oh, Forks. Yeah.
2: Where does Dick Shooter fall into this? It's way to, south yeah. way 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 way, way
1: south. sorry and avery people flocked in for the last train out of the fire And then they about got a thousand there. of them but the town was still safe uh the soldiers of the 25th took charge the ranger in charge debit was paralyzed with doubt he escaped out of town and wired back to the 25th to get all the women and children and notify the, the rest to be ready at a moment's notice Less than an hour, the train was ready to go. Only the black soldiers and the men protecting their homes remained. Debit returned with a train, but they argued what to do, either stay there or go. But the train trestle west was burned. They headed headed east on the train, trying to get to a clearing where they thought it would be safe from falling trees. Uh, They went through one set of flames, but got caught behind another. Now they're in between two fires. The heat was so intense it burned the paint off the train cars. Yeah, fuck. They tried to go either back and forth but to no avail. The other...
0: Ah! (laughs) Ah! Well, I
2: was thinking uh, it's like the Zach Galifianakis dressed up like Satan between two flames Mm -hmm. just interviewing people. Uh, Hello, welcome to another edition of Between Two
1: Ferns. Uh, The other train that came from Grand Forks was waiting on the flames in a tunnel... That's
0: probably, well, other than the oxygen problem.
1: Mm-hmm. The Buffalo Soldiers were stuck there through Sunday night. They made it back to Avery, the town still intact. They lit a backfire to make sure the town was saved. So and they saved Avery. And actually
0: on the town? No. Oh, I forgot these guys are competent, unlike <laughs> yep. everyone yeah. else.
1: Uh, Weigel, Sunday morning, though the fire was still blazing, mounted a search party for Ed Pulaski and his crew. Uh, But volunteers and Wallace were hard to come by, men either too tired or too afraid. Weigel knew from the one guy that Ed and 50 men were still stuck in a tunnel somewhere on Placer Creek. And they heard from another that they were still alive. Ed and his men were having trouble coming down. Their shoes burned through and with all the downed trees. Ed's wife and daughter were okay, though, seeking refuge in the bunker of a mine waste which Ed told him to do before he left. Mine waste? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ed's home was still standing. She didn't know if Ed was alive or not, hearing different stories from different people. About an hour later, she saw a man led by others wrapped in cloth and burned. It was Ed. Hey, Hooray! Hey.
0: Not as handsome as he once had been. Excuse
2: me, do you have any new yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh
1: Back in Wallace, whole streets were gone. Uh, hundreds of other men were still missing. In Montana, the fire reached the plains, so basically that tells you how... It just burned
2: all of Montana. Yeah. Take out Mile City while you're out there. Fuck
1: you,
0: Mile City. (laughs) (laughs) It also yells in miles.
1: (laughs) In Yellowstone, the tourists wondered if it was on fire because they could see nothing but smoke there. Uh, The wind carried the smoke all the way to New England and into Greenland where it dissipated. Holy
2: shit. That was like uh, in 1980 when fucking St. Helens blew up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got ashfall in North Dakota. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, my dad was telling me like uh, he worked for the Mason County Road Department, and like you'd be on like the, you know, like the highways where you got like two, you got lane going north, lane going south, mm-hmm. and then there's like the, you know, a big chunk of grass in between. It would be like all piled up. And uh, he was like, "Yeah, it didn't used to be like that before the ash, because they would they would scrape all the ash to the to the center, Mm -hmm. and it would just make this giant fucking like you know twelve foot, fifteen foot tall pile of ash, and then it would just eventually start growing grass on it. Well, and
0: like once that ash gets rained on, it turns really hard, Mm -hmm. you know. But yeah,
1: Ranger Helm and his men survived the fire in upper reaches of the St. Joe Valley. They were missing a week though, walking downhill through the ash and felled trees, but they didn't lose a man."
2: At least uh, at that point, anytime you find like a woodland creature, they're already cooked. You can just pick it up and dirty, eat it. Very, very mm-hmm. cooked. Yeah. So, survive a week on that. Crunch, sort. crunch.
1: Ed Pulaski's burns were not just superficial. They were deep. It was almost impossible for him to sleep. He was in so much pain. Uh, more than 100 people were hospitalized. And, of course, the Forest Service didn't have the money to pay the hospital bills for the injured.
2: Just fucking fix the goddamn people, dude. <laughs> Come on. Get capitalism shit out of this fucking... Mm. God damn it.
1: Then it rained. A month-long smoke pushed to the east and the snow in upper elevations. But how many had died? 100 was conservative. At the high end, probably 200. Problem was discerning what exactly was a human body. <sighs> wow. Fuck. <laughs> like I said, some of them were thought to be burned out trees. Yeah,
0: until you see, like, teeth. Mm-hmm. Belt buckles. Jesus.
1: Uh, bodies were brought into Wallace and Avery. Uh, the bodies awaited funds to ship them out to loved ones. So they sat there for a couple of weeks. Another insult from the government. Byrne took just under 3.2 million acres. That is a billion dollars worth of timber. Uh, Weigel sent Holm out to take pictures, because nobody would believe this uh, you know, unless without pictures in the mountains near Missoula one young firefighter or German immigrant named Heinrich wouldn't stop singing even when the flames rolled into camp <laughs> basically put your you left just went foot and in you yeah. take your left yeah.
0: foot out fire I give you fire, fire.
1: He sang in the creek where they laid to escape the flames. He sang when they got out. Smoke on the <laughs> They called him the lullaby boy. Uh, he wouldn't make eye contact, and he wouldn't answer questions. So he's just an autistic singing fireman? He just sang.
2: The lullaby boy also sounds like an 18-year-old hitman or something. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Mr. Shush. <laughs>
1: So they get him out of the Bitterroot Valley, and they send him to the asylum in Deer Lodge. Oh, okay. yeah, all right. Where he Ooh. just went insane.
0: Where is that? I wonder if the asylum is the same as the prison down there where they have the old prison museum in Deer Lodge.
1: There can't be too many things in Deer Lodge. They the, well, they have that big
0: <laughs> castle-looking fucking old Montana State Prison Museum. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I never stopped there. I should one of these Probably times. Probably one and the same. I think it's they got an auto, auto museum there, too, thereabouts.
1: Oh yeah, There's lots to do in Deer Lodge. Yep, come to <laughs> over three Deer things.
0: Lodge. Over seven buildings will keep you occupied for <laughs> minutes at a time.
1: Pulaski remained in the hospital, paid for by the Red Cross and donations from the other rangers. He had trouble sleeping without drink, with oh. string, strong drink. Yeah, I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna say that that'll. Yeah. Daddy needs a drink. Also, yeah. he had to quit smoking because they fucking covered him in oil. <laughs> yeah, well, he had to quit smoking because otherwise he would continue to burn. <laughs> right. uh,
1: he needed surgery to regain sight in his one eye, but he was out of money, and the Forest Service couldn't cover him. The Rangers took up another collection, but couldn't up come up with enough money. Just
0: give the guy's fucking yeah, surgery. What like, kind of a shitty surgeon Christ. is like now? You. That's only $500. Mm-hmm. I, yeah.
2: <laughs> also, nobody has enough money to get sp- uh, fixed, so there's just all these people like,
0: Oh yeah, it's, it's straight up to- the fucking toxic, toxic crusader looking shit. Yeah,
2: hospitals stand there twiddling its thumbs because nobody has money to buy their shit. It's so, like, oh, sorry man. I'd totally love to yeah, help you out. Yeah.
0: If it was up to me, but, you know. I mean, these, rules ba- are, these, rules. these band-aids cost money. <laughs>
1: Nobody was more mad than Gifford Pinchot. Probably Ed would have been more mad. than Ed.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but he just couldn't so. do anything but... Because he <laughs> looks like the fucking like fan of the opera now.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, He joined uh, Teddy on his speaking tour. They were getting daily updates on the fire, but uh, Gifford knew the Bitterroots better than most of the rangers there. Pinchot went on the attack even before the fires were put out. He blamed enemies of the Forest Service for leaving them so vulnerable. It was people like Senator Hayburn that left the People's Force without adequate protection. And
0: I'm sure that piece of shit took total responsibility and changed his ways. And, mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But even if the whole 80,000 man army was in Idaho, it's doubtful they would have stopped that fire. Well, yeah. <laughs> but basically, it was a call to arms. TR reinforced Pincho's cause, saw these green rangers the same as heroes of San Juan Hill. Hayburn blamed the rangers for the fire. Uh, not the rangers themselves just the idea of a forest service
0: well, the forest knew that you were plotting against it yeah that's more of this by shit by hiring rangers
2: well and, and I know we're gonna get there but I'm, I'm just waiting for the fucking like the uh, pine barons or like the robber barons to be like see if you would have let us cut all that shit down for profit we could have made money you yeah. never would have burned up
1: that's exactly what they said fucking dipshits <laughs> fires he said were god's will an angry god
0: Oh, fuck (laughs) off. God's pissed because we didn't sell all the trees. This guy needs a pistol whipping of the fucking highest (laughs) degree. Yes. Yes.
1: Uh, He won uh, over a few people with this argument for some reason.
2: Because QAnon's been around for fucking thousands of years. Mm
1: -hmm. (sighs) Uh, T.R. and and Pinchot spoke out in Osawatomi, Kansas. It had been 11 years since they've wrestled. TR stood on a table and addressed the crowd. This is August 31st. First, he went after Taft. Then he called for an inheritance tax, called for laws against children working in mines, prosecution of trusts, regulation of banks, and protecting the land for the people. Holy fuck. Wow. Imagine that.
0: It's shocking. And this is a, this is a Republican. Yeah. What the fuck? You know, how the turntables have switched or whatever.
1: So, Teddy's getting into it, and so is Gifford crowd was into it, but uh, TR had not declared his intention to run against Taft yet. But Taft was golfing that day and pissed off through his club 25 yards further oh. than most of his drives. <laughs> uh, two weeks later, TR and Pinchot appeared at the second National Conservation Congress in St. Paul. Taft himself made an appearance. Tone deaf to the crowd, Taft said the nation said, Pursue a sober, business-minded view of protecting the natural world. <laughs> off. TR implored the nation to conserve more forests. In November, it was off year for elections. Taft's party was wiped out at the polls. The Democrats took control of the Congress, basically getting back at Taft. But Taft was hurt by TR's words against him. Pushed by his aides, Taft recur- returned to criticism. But Taft felt guilty for attacking the man that made him president. Taft retired to his sweeping quarters and wept. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hayburn put forth a bill giving the burned-out forest to private interests. Of course. Pinchot went on the attack in the papers. Hayburn's bill was actually defeated. Good. Um, even in the East, forests were being bought from private ownership and made national forest. Barely 10 months after the big burn, Congress doubled the money in the Forest Service budget. Ballinger stepped down as interior secretary.
2: About fucking time. No oh shit. Uh,
1: Heyburn continued his tirades, though. But during a midnight filibuster in Congress, Hayburn collapsed. Yes. He ruptured a blood vessel. Yes. Which formed a clot in his brain. Yes. And he had a stroke. Yes. yes. It he, finally happened. <laughs> he was blind in one eye and half of his face was sagging. Awesome. Heyburn never got fully again. recovered and nope. died a few months later. Oh, that was faster Um, than I expected. Fall of 1912. He was 60 years old, and with his death, the Forest Service was finally safe.
2: Yes! Yes. Fuck off, dickface. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Pulaski was let out of the hospital despite slow healing burns and blindness in one eye. And he returned to work because he didn't have a choice because there was no sick pay. But Pulaski was a broken man and bitter, though everyone thought he was courageous Though he tried and so did others. Pulaski never got a dime from the government for his injuries. Oh, fuck. He tended the graves of those that were lost. Then he invents an axe and a hoe-type blade on a single tool. And he tried to patent it. But with a blizzard of forms, he said to fuck with it. So he yeah, never got a hard. dime for inventing the tool that firefighters What's use it? now. It's, oh, l- shit. It's
0: literally called a Pulaski. Really? Yeah. Fuck. And that's why I say in that fucking movie with Howie Long, mm-hmm. you know, where he's all fight, he's like in a wildfire fighting like escaped criminals or something, and he's got a, his weapon, he has a Pulaski. And oh, he get. keeps on calling it that. That's where I had first heard the word. Cool. He ends up like throwing it like a tomahawk at somebody. And, Hell yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd I just
0: look at that and say fire axe, typically.
2: Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, uh-huh. the
0: difference is uh urban fire axe just has a spike on the end. That's mm-hmm. for uh, prying open doors and shit. Yeah. This has a hoe for like digging it. Like, like, oh, so it's like a, a pick, Like a pickaxe kind of hoe thing. Yeah. For digging fire lines Oh, yeah, okay. In the dirt. Cool. When fire breaks out, there's a dedicated team. It out, Chief! Ready to jump right into the middle of it. But for their leader, this time, the enemy isn't the flame. It was a prison break. It's the man who lit the match. In case you haven't noticed, we're not firemen. There's a girl with him. Take me down. 20th Century Fox presents Howie Long. Scott Glenn, Susie Amos, and William Forsythe. It's not your bar! You're still alive! Ah!
2: Firestorm.
1: Pinchot, by 1911, was exhausted because he was in the papers every day. Uh, he still summoned his long-lost love, but it was getting harder. Uh, he checked himself into the Kellogg Sanatorium
2: in oh. Battle Creek. <laughs> Just stuffed him with fucking bland crackers and
1: mm-hmm. uh Gifford was a celebrity there, off. giving talks to other patients. Uh he still had his enemies though. Uh, a mob burned an effigy of him in Cordova, Alaska, for some reason. Uh TR announced after two years of teasing that he would be running for president. He Pull said, loose. Quote, the fight is on and I'm stripped to the buff.
0: Stripped to the buff. So that Is well. that why he lost that race? Because he's running around with his dick <laughs> hanging out? Yep. Well, that's the Bull Moose Party one, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. TR won all but two contests in the primary, but the Taft men still controlled the party, and Taft was declared the nominee. So TR simply declared a new party, the Progressive Party, or the Bull Moose, and TR was head of the ticket. Uh, this is when he gets shot in the chest while camp- campaigning in Milwaukee. Yep.
0: But, but he's fine. He is. Mm -hmm. Uh, His speech. He had a like forty page speech folded up in his pocket, plus his glasses case. Yep. So it only went a little ways into his actual meat. But they still have the shirt at the gate to uh, Theodore Roosevelt National Park. uh, Yeah, that's right. Uh,
1: The vote was split. Taft only got two states. The worst a sitting president have ever did.
0: Fuck off, Taft.
1: TR got twenty seven percent. That was a third party record that stood until the end of the century. But Woody Wilson won with 42%. Bogus. And the Bull Moose Party faded away as quickly as it was formed. And um,
0: Woodrow Wilson was a piece of shit. Absolutely.
1: And the progressives never went back to the Republican Party after that. Uh, 1921, Taft was elected to Supreme Court, a job he always wanted. And he slimmed down to 259 whoa, pounds. Whoa,
2: what? Taft was on the Supreme Court? Mm-hmm. How the fuck did I miss that? Crazy. Because you weren't alive. Well, yeah, but I mean, I just, I don't know. Huh. Uh,
1: Tr then goes to the Amazon to explore uncharted waterway, the River of Doubt. The, the trip nearly doubt. killed him. Yep. Uh, it was an epic of illness and food shortages.
0: Well, didn't uh, didn't like Kermit or one of his sons like go with him and either die or almost die too?
1: Something mm, like that. Something like that. Uh, he went back to Oyster Bay. His public career over at his mid fifties, so he turned to writing. And he is going blind in one eye from too many boxing matches at the White House.
2: It just keeps falling out. <clears throat> uh,
1: he tried to lead an infantry division in France, but it was turned down in World War One. Two years later, January 6, 1919, he died at age 60 from an embolism. So he doesn't make it very far.
2: Well, he wasn't even supposed to live that long, right? They're like, oh, your kid's... Anemic and well, weak. Well, he was asthmatic and, asthmatic and stuff. Asthmatic, and, yeah.
0: But then he started fucking... Smoking cigars and working and doing out. doing gymnastics and... Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Pinchot took the loss hard. He took comfort in a line in TR's autobiography. Quote, Among the many public officials under my administration, rendered literally invaluable service to the people of the United States. He was on the whole stood first. Talk about Guilford Pinchot. Yep. On the whole... What? Say that again? He on the whole stood first. Oh, I see. Not on the whole hole, but whole. (laughs) Six years after the fire, Pulaski still lobbied for a memorial, a cost of $435. But the Forest Service said they needed an act of Congress to pay for it. And 1933, they finally did. But Ed didn't live to see the memorial. He retired from the Forest Service in 1929. His vision never improved. He died in 1931 from complications from the accident. Uh, his name lent to the tool he invented, which is used by every forest firefighter.
2: And killed a lot of bad guys in
1: the movie Firestorm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Weigel moved away and headed up the songus uh, National Forest in Alaska. One of the wetter national forests. Then to the Snoqualmie, where he worked until 1933.
2: I like that he's like, I'm going to <clears in> the wettest <throat> fucking forest there is. <laughs> yep. No more of this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yep, he never complained about the rain.
2: No, I fucking bet not.
1: He also developed the Mountain Loop Highway, which is Monte Cristo is at. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. Uh, debit uh, ended his Forest Service career shortly after the fire. He was accused of taking funds for personal use. Uh, after a few months he, of after the fire, he simply disappeared.
2: Like Tony Pultroon.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People in Avery said he became a cult leader in a nudist camp.
2: What <laughs> is that? It cannot be, be substantiated.
1: Well, oh. <laughs> The story has everything. <laughs> uh, Helm, he was the guy who was lost for a week. He worked for three decades in the Forest Service. Helm Creek is the creek they took refuge in. It's on the list of historic places, if you can get to it. Uh, he loved talking about the Big Burn and enjoyed talking about the obituaries written about him because he was a week late, so they wrote obituaries
0: Oh.
2: Oh. <laughs> it's like
0: back from the dead, bitches.
2: Yeah. <laughs> was he was he related to uh Boonhelm? Probably not. Uh, it was Helm with an A. Oh. oh. Helm. Uh,
0: I don't think Boonhelm procreated because he was too busy eating eating people and beating up his wife so she'd leave him and stuff.
1: Uh Pincho married just before his fiftieth birthday to a living woman. Oh wow. Then he was governor for Pennsylvania for two terms, and nineteen thirty two FDR asked Pinchot for help in restoring the natural world. So he helped with a civilian conservation corps. Yeah, baby. Putting two hundred and fifty thousand young men to work in the woods. And nineteen thirty five the corps grew to six hundred thousand. Holy shit. Awesome. Using restoration as a way to get out of the Great Depression. Right.
0: And you can thank the Corps for like a lot of the hiking trails you use, and a mm-hmm, lot of the mm-hmm. highways and dams, and all kinds of crazy shit. Fuck yeah! Uh,
1: FDR also put into law many of uh, Teddy's ideas that Pincho shared. Um, Pincho also supported prohibition. Often chasing. Well, boot. nobody's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would often chase bootleggers alongside of police,
0: just for
2: shits and grins. Wait, yep. was he was he literally the guy that stomped on that drunk guy, to put him oh. out, <laughs> and then all right, cover that fucker in oil?
1: <laughs> he thought of running for president, but the party bosses wanted no part of his progressiveness, and he still lobbied for the Forest Service at any chance he got. So he started the Green Party. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coke was the first person to climb Granite Peak. That's the highest in Montana. Despite offers from jobs in D.C., he kept working in Montana. Uh, Greeley was elected to Pinchold's old job in 1920. Greeley allowed tree harvesting in the National Forest, which appalled Pinchot. Greeley went to work in the timber, street, timber industry after his job with the Forest Service oh, was over. Oh, fucking-
2: oh, shit.
0: Boo.
2: That's like a fucking... Like how the federal government works yeah, at this point. Straight, yeah, straight lobbyists. are mm-hmm. like, okay, my term's up. Now I'm going to go
0: work for fucking... Exxon Mobil. Exxon Mobil. Raytheon. Raise mm-hmm.
1: carpets. So by trying to stop all major fires, which they did back then, the Forest Service had kind of fed the beast. The woods were full and dry of dying, aging timber and underbrush, fuel for a fire. Firefighting took up nearly half of the Forest Service budget. It was a mission against the natural world because fire is needed at times. Yep,
0: Mm -hmm. And we still do it today because people decided to build their fucking house out in a lot of these places and, you know, don't build it and don't maintain it in such a way where it doesn't get burnt and then get upset when When the fire comes to their house.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pincho dies in 1946 from leukemia at age 81. Three years after his death, the National Forest named area south of Mont Rainier after him.
2: Mm-hmm. Guilford Pinchot National Forest. Yep.
1: And now Pulaski has a trail named after him, too, and a memorial up there in Idaho. Nice. So yep. that is all.
0: I'm going to do some more. I, I, I go to Wallace like almost every time when I cross through that part of the country, and I haven't actually looked at that much of the fire stuff, and I should, because they've got a bunch of you know historical things. But one thing you'll notice about Wallace these days— most of the buildings are made out of brick and stone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're really cool. There's some really neat architecture there. But.
2: They actually outlawed paper also, so everything's on
1: yeah.
0: stone tablets now. Yeah.
1: And if you take the road north out of town, its I thought there'd be ghost towns there, but it's just burned out trailers with Confederate flags and stuff like well, of that. of
0: course. It is still
2: Idaho. Still Idaho. Yep. Florida of the Northwest. Yep.
1: That's all I have. Well, holy shit. That was a a fucking ride, huh?
2: I don't think I've ever laughed that hard during this podcast, as I did. The stomping. Drunk getting stomped out and then lit back on fire.
1: (laughs) Poor fucking guy.
2: That poor bastard. Oh, fuck.
1: But he died, so that's even funnier.
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, cool. I mean, I've been camping in Guilford Pinchot National Forest since I was a little kid. Oh yeah. And I knew long absolutely enough, long fucking enough, nothing. Long about enough
0: it. not to pronounce it correctly. Yeah. You just called it Guilford. Yeah. It's Gifford.
2: Yeah, I know. I always call it Guilford. Okay. I have since I was a kid. Yeah. It's where you
0: know the Sam Squanches are. And yeah,
2: it's like my daughter when I she she wants to watch a Michael Jackson music video, she always calls him Micro Jackson.
0: Micro Jackson, awesome. Yeah, I'm actually planning on going out. as was telling Will on the way here, probably go back down there for deer season this year i haven't been down in a long time but it's some no one can hear you scream country come oh, yeah. come come winter time mm-hmm. not a lot of folks out there and it's awesome yeah
2: hell yeah well now now that i'm older i, I realize why my mom only wanted to go camping in like october when yeah, it's fucking freezing and raining because there's
0: no turds it's nobody out there <laughs> i don't have to have a winnebago pull up next to me and run a generator all fucking night mm-hmm. while they watch tv in the forest
2: yeah <laughs> it's super mm-hmm. Enjoy your natural <laughs> natural beauty of the
0: Pincho National Forest. It's like fucking Yellowstone. It's like good luck getting a campsite there. And when you do, it's just there's more smog than rush hour just because everybody running their RVs and mm-hmm. their generators like fuck everything about that. Oh yeah. But yeah, that was a good one. Fuck yeah, dude. Little you know, a little I wouldn't say I mean a little bit out of our normal kind of range. Time but, zone. but still. And it's not just time zone, just kind of uh such an epic event, you know, like, it's such yeah. a wide, wide scope and, like, a lot of uh, shifting perspectives, mm-hmm. so that was pretty cool, and, like, yeah, just a star-studded array of, you know, we got Jack London being somewhat racist, Oh yeah, and, uh, and Samu- Samuel Clemens, Sam Clemens calling uh, the guy the biggest piece of shit on the planet. This is mm-hmm. the
2: most we've talked about uh,
0: Teddy Roosevelt since we did the Teddy Roosevelt episodes. Mm-hmm. So, fuck yeah, dude. And probably will be again until we, if we ever decide to do uh, Spanish American war. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I got nothing else, and I want to go watch the fucking football game. No, fucking. Let's
2: do it. Uh, Except that I'm not going to watch football because, no. But let's go out in a hail
1: of fire guns.